Freaking guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast, man. It has been a very, very, very long time, man. I just want to say, again, apologies. But at the same time, you know, now that I've kind of scaled down in terms of how often I do these, I need to just make sure I give nice little snippets so I can maintain that flow throughout the month. So with that being said, man, we are back. And boy, 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 there are a lot of things that we're going to be talking about today. We're going to talk about less regret, how to have less regret in your life. And I'm going to give you four big ideas right here today. Number one, some people regret not being fully themselves, right? Maybe you've lived a fake life in some ways, not in every area. And again, but just not really living out the your, your, your true expression of yourself, who you thought you wanted to become, or who you were in regards to what that nature calling was, like your soul living that type of person out. You know, you not following your impulses to potential is another one, you know, and, you know, when you talk to other people, it's kind of like a brick wall right? And maybe you tried so hard to belong in a group that you became someone else who you did not want to become. See, if you want to avoid regret in this little specific area, you need to live an authentic self-acceptance of life. You know, that real in touch person of who you are. That authentic self-expression is the heart of that. And, you know, there, there have been a number of times, I think the only time, I wouldn't say regret, but the only time I knew that I was kind of going down this path had to probably be when I was living in Australia. So, of course, while I was living out there in Australia, you know, I was working at dental offices and being in a country where people weren't expressionists or they weren't as passionate and as outgoing as me, what ended up happening is I ended up being someone who I did not want to be. I sat on the bus just like everyone else. I wore the same things. I didn't look. I didn't converse on public transportation. I just was not myself at all. And you know what was so horrible about that? It was the fact that it wasn't about the different people who I had around me, whether it was Mauritians, the French, the Colombians, the Bulgarians, a lot of different people who I really don't obviously speak to, especially on a routine basis anymore. But considering that I had come across specific dental offices where I just could not be myself. I worked with women who would say that I'm weird because I like to laugh a lot. I would work with people who said, you have too much personality. You have too much this, too much that. And that's what ended up just destroying my authentic self. It wasn't until I came here to Thailand until I realized, well, of course, living here in Thailand, What's happening is, hey, I'm just black and I will never amount to anything through the eyes of these old heads. But then I realized, wow, if you've already painted me to fail, that means I cannot fail. So I ended up becoming an unraveling such a beautiful personality that just flourished over the years. A personality where in Australia, people said, oh, you're too this, you're too that. You're too personable. Oh, you chat too much, you're too this. Even in America, in a plenty full of jobs, people said a ridiculous amount of that because obviously Las Vegas, them being some of the most judging people on the planet, 
But, you know, living there, people would always judge me by the way I stood, by the way I spoke, by the way I did this and that. And to be honest with you, if you're young enough or depending on what culture you're in, you are absolutely terrified of that type of judgment. Me, I'm like, if you want less regret in your life, at the end of your life, tell people to fuck off and live that true expression of yourself. Number two, not doing something. I'm talking about not taking consistent action towards a life, right? That took consistent action towards getting better. Not taking that consistent action towards chasing your dreams. I'm talking about that consistency and persistence over a period of time. And again, without the lack of those two things well, or three things, you're going to end up regretting it. You know, I remember I came across a girl at one point. Uh, she was, I don't know, had to be Thai. I'm not exactly sure. Southeast Asian. And it's crazy. She's like, oh, I feel caged. And remember the whole uh, comfortable cage in charge podcast I had done before. And I was like, oh, wow. Well, why do you feel caged? She's like, oh, other people's responsibilities and this and that. And I'm like, okay, well, what can you do to start doing this? She's like, oh, it's not that easy. I come from a Southeast Asian family. And I'm like, listen, to be honest with you, you're living to make everyone else happy. I don't give a fuck about your family's values. Guess what? Yeah, it's not that easy. But you have one life on this planet. Just as I have one life when my family was looking at me saying, why do you save all that money? How come you don't give mom money? Because mom could have got a fucking steady flow of income. That's why I didn't give mom any money. So you can kiss my motherfucking ass. Guess what? My family never speaks to me anymore. A lot of people are terrified of that. But are you going to live a free and very regretless life? Or are you going to live making everyone else happy and you're living a miserable one? It's funny, that conversation ended real quick and she just disappeared. I was like, listen, hey, you got to face the music. You could run all the fuck you want. You could run all you want. But it's those little steps. It sounds like you are caged because it sounds like you are in your own cage. And you're just making excuses to why you don't want to just inch a little bit into an uncomfortable area, just going from cage to comfortability. I'm not saying go to charge. I'm saying do something every day that takes you out of your comfort zone. And again, a little bit of an indirect rebellion would actually work. And again, never really got deep into the conversation to why, okay, other people's responsibilities didn't know, but obviously she brought up mom and then that was the end of it. And I was like, well, hey, run all you want. You had a brilliant opportunity to discuss all your limiting beliefs and all these goddamn, uh, what is it, terror barriers that you have up around you, but you just ran away from it. Could have been an amazing conversation, but hey, there it is. See, some people, they're afraid of that. And my question to you is what do you need to start taking action towards? Are you working out a Monday plan? Setting up deadlines and reminders. See, if we're not planning or scheduling, we're not going to act. We won't be disciplined and persistent enough to act. So you want to get consistent action? Well, let me see it in your calendar. The next one, not having adventure in life. Oh, yes. This goes back to all the bullshit uh, YouTube videos and not bullshit because I do people because I do believe that a lot of people can save really good and fair amounts of money and stuff like that. And again, very, very grateful, you know, that, you know, a lot of people have had the amazing opportunity to save again, a lot of money and stuff like that. 
But at the same time, you know, a lot of people always talk about retirement, 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 because these are salary men. And there are so many YouTube channels out there. Get a 401k, do this, get a Roth IRA, get this, get that. Yeah, if you're a salary man, that is amazing. Absolutely. But it just seems like you're saving to enjoy life at 60 rather than enjoying it from 20 to 60. This is what scares the living hell out of me. Not having that adventure in your mind. You didn't travel. You just saved money. You know, you didn't introduce that uh, enough variety or challenge or an emotional sense of adventure. You just played too safe. You didn't take any risk. Didn't explore the world like most Americans. You know, I'm going to have to do IGTV live right after this, talking about a little recent conversation I had in regards to, um, uh, you know, Americans being just too sheltered, you know, and saying, oh, well, if you're in America, you need to speak English. Motherfucker, how about, oh, maybe I need to look in the mirror and speak Spanish because I'm just such an ignorant fuck. You know what I mean? You know, some people, oh man, they just the lack of just, just the lack of human in a lot of individuals. You didn't see other things. You didn't want to speak to other people because they didn't speak your fucking language. You didn't want to grow. They didn't grow either, whatever it may be. Get that adventure. When I first went to Australia, I didn't hold that ignorant comment saying, oh, I'm going to go see kangaroos right when I get out of the airplane like most Americans do. No, don't be a dumb fuck. Get out of your comfort zone. Get out of your own bullshit world. And it is a very hate-filled world out there. And go explore. Where's the adventure? Is it scheduled? Are you planning a trip? Are you even reading books? Associating yourself with different people and different ideas and perspectives. See, these risks, they challenge ourselves to grow. Even if it's just one vacation a year, don't give a damn. What if it's just you trying out a new restaurant with your significant other? I don't. You want to feel like you did that. And so that's the third one. Now going into the last one. Didn't appreciate it along the way. And this is going back to the whole money thing. See, a lot of people don't appreciate the beauties and they weren't aware of them. I'm talking about the beauties. You know, I realized that back in 2018, although it was a very toxic year, had shitty students, so much regret, so much, not regret, so much worry because of not being able to get a job, so much overcoming the bullshit, so much, you know, fit in between the lines, so much of me, my, my young self. And again, being super, super grateful for it all. You know, these are things that I don't believe I, I, you know, I had those moments and I, you know, tucked them away and hugged them to death. You know, I don't feel like I had those. And this is one of the big issues, right? Uh, is because I didn't appreciate the beauties along the way. 2018 is a lot of travels, a lot of different things. For some reason, it keeps pointing me back to that time. And I'm like, man, I really do miss that time. Now, 2015, 16, no fucking way do I miss that. But I do miss little bits and bits and pieces. But it all points back to 2000. 18 and now 2019, you know, and I didn't recognize how good I had it then. Of course, me having an amazing time now and me being on top of the world, but you know, boy, that buildup, I didn't appreciate the other people I had in my life at the time, whether it was the Vietnamese girl who I was dating, was it, whether it was the people at the gym or just taking that little extra step to do a little bit more, you know? didn't appreciate any of that in my life until it was gone. And that's why it's very important to keep that gratitude journal. 
because guess what? Those quote unquote meaningless quote end quote moments that align up to, you know, and you look at it and say, oh, well, that was just a little moment. But guess what? It aligns up to also a well-lived life. Those simple moments are the ones that we deeply appreciate appreciate and look back on. So with that being said, people, this is a simple anti-regret plan, and it's time for you to put it together over and out.